You are listening to Ghoul Rambles Podcast, where we dive into the unknown, and we are the voice for the voiceless. I am your host, Shawnee. Welcome to episode one, the ghost town that inspired Silent Hill. I am so happy that you're here to listen to me ramble. I hope that you don't mind a little history lesson as I get into this story on Centralia. Grab your popcorn and get ready for the rumbling. I'm just gonna jump right in with like the history of Centralia because I feel like it's important to like know like what Centralia was prior to the coal mine fires beginning as I feel like it's not just a ghost town but like it has like a curse on it but um Let's just jump in. The early history of Centralia, many of the Native American tribes in what is now Columbia County sold the land that makes up Centralia to colonial agents in 1749 for the sum of 500 euros in 1770 during the construction of the Reading Road, which is stretched from Reading to Fort Augusta. Settlers surveyed and explored the land. A large portion of Reading Road was developed later as Route 61, the main highway east to and south out of Centralia. In 1793, Robert Morris, a hero of the Revolutionary War and signatory of the Declaration of Independence, acquired a third of the Centralia's Valley land. When he declared bankruptcy in 1798, the land was surrendered to the Bank of the United States. A French sea captain named Stephen Gerard purchased Morris lands for $30,000, including 68 tracts east of Morris. He had learned that there was anthracite coal in the region. The Centralia coal deposits were largely overlooked before the construction of the mine run railroad in 1854. In 1832, Jonathan Foss opened the Bull's Head Tavern in what was called Roaring Creek Township. This gave the town its first name, Bull's Head. In 1842, Centralia's land was bought by Locust Mountain Coal and Iron Company. Alexander Ray, a mining engineer, moved his family in and began planning a village, laying out streets and lots for development, Ray named the town Centerville, but in 1865 changed it to Centralia because the U.S. Postal Service 
already had a Centerville in Strollkill County. The Mine Run Railroad was built in 1854 to transport coal out of the valley. The first two mines in Centralia opened in 1856. The Locust Run Mine and the Coleridge Mine afterward came the Hazeldahl Colliery Mine in 1860, the Centralia Mine in 1862, the Continental Mine in 1863. The Continental was located on Stephen Gerard's former estate, branching from Lehigh Valley Railroad to Lehigh and Mahoney Railroad, was constructed to Centralia in 1865. It, it enabled transport and expansion of Centralia's coal sales to markets in eastern Pennsylvania. Centralia incorporated as a borough in 1866. If you don't know what a borough is, it is basically a junior city because it's not big enough to be considered a city because I think, if I remember correctly, it is only like a hundred and 46 acres. It's under 200 acres of land the city of Centralia is. But anyways, as I said, Centralia was incorporated as a borough in 1866. Its principal employer was the architect coal industry Alexander Ray, the town's founder. He was murdered in his buggy by members of the Molly Maguire's on October 17, 1868, during a trip between Centralia and Mount Carmel. Three men were eventually convicted of his death and were hung in the county seat of Bloomsburg on March 25, 1878. Following the murder of Alexander Ray, several other murders and incidents of arson also took place during the violence as Centralia was a hotbed of Molly Maguire's activity during the 1860s to organize mine workers union in order to improve wages and working conditions. A legend among locals in Centralia tells that the father Daniel Inctus McDermott, the first Roman Catholic priest to call Centralia home, cursed the land in retaliation for being assaulted by three members of the Maguires in 1869. McDermott said that there would be a day when St. Ignitus Roman Catholic Church would be the only structure remaining in Centralia. Many of Molly Maguire's leaders were hung in 1877, ending their crimes. Legends say that a number of descendants of the Molly Maguires still lived in Centralia up until the 1980s. According to numbers of federal census records, the town of Centralia reached its maximum population 
of 2761 by 1890. At its peak, the town had several churches, five hotels, 27 saloons, two theaters, a bank, a post office, and 14 general and grocery stores. 37 years later, the production of Architect Coal had reached its peak in Pennsylvania. Following years, production declined as many young miners from Centralia enlisted in the military when the U.S. entered World War I. The Wall Street crash of 1929 resulted in the Lehigh Valley Coal Company closing five of its Centralia local mines. Bootleg miners continued mining in several ideal mines using techniques such as what was called pillar robbing, where miners would extract coal from coal pillars left in mines to support their roofs. This caused the collapse of many ideal mines, further complicating the prevention of the mine fire in 1962. Efforts to seal off the abandoned mines ran into the collapsed areas. In 1950, Centralia Council acquired the rights to all architect coal beneath the Centralia. Through state law passed in 1949 that enabled the transaction. The year the federal census counted 1,986 residents in Centralia. Coal mining continued in Centralia until the 1960s when most of the companies shut down. Bootleg mining continued until 1982, and strip and open pit mining are still active in the area. An underground mine about three miles to the west employs about 40 people. In 1992, Pennsylvania Governor Bob Casey evoked immediate domain on all the property in the borough, condemning all the buildings within a subsequent legal effort by the residents to overturn the action failed. In 2002, the U.S. Postal Service discontinued Centralia's zip code of 17927. Only 16 homes were still standing by 2006, which was reduced to 11 by 2009, when Governor Ed Rundell began the formal eviction of the remaining Centralia residents. Only five homes remained by 2010. The Centralia main fire extended beneath the village, Bryansville, a short distance to the south, and required it also to be abandoned. Few homes remain standing in Centralia. Most of the abandoned buildings have been demolished by Columbia County Redevelopment Authority or reclaimed by nature. At a casual glance, the area now appears to be a field with many paved streets running through it. Some areas are being filled with new growth forests. The remaining church in the borough 
St. Mary's holds weekly services on Sundays. It has not yet been directly affected by the fire. It said that there's like a rock underneath the ground that like literally is like holding that church structure like in place and preventing it from being like destroyed by the effects of the mine fire. And then the town's four cemeteries, including the one on the hilltop that has smoke rising around and out of it, are the are still maintained in con- good condition. Now that is awesome. Cemeteries with smoke around it? Okay, now I'm gonna do like, I guess you can say like a recap because like I covered like the history of like being founded, the murders, the said curse, and basically like the whole process of Centralia. I wanted to include that when the zip code was discontinued, there was another one that was instated the same year of 2002. And Centralia is now known as Ashland. And what was said to initially start the fire is debated between different people that have written on it and researched it. But what I found and what makes the most sense is a city called Silent Hill in Virginia where there was a landfill and they were told to burn the rubbish and it was in a tunnel and it had ignited to the coal mine with burning ambers and that is what essentially ignited the fire. Don't quote me, I could be miss saying it but like basically something was burning and sent like the fumes and it was said that there was supposed to be a like basically reinforcements like in that coal mine that was supposed to be done and it was like pushed back and never got done so, like, what they would do in the coal mine to prevent this from happening never got done. So, it could be one or two, it could be both of them. I don't know. I'm not a coal mine professional. But, um, going back on, like, the, the curse and, like, the priest saying that the only remaining structure would be the church I think that's pretty crazy and then the screenplay being used as research essentially the inspiration for Silent Hill completely makes sense now that you look into the history of it and like how Centralia aka Ashland remains like essentially it's burning like hell with a church in the middle of it I mean it's really sad but in 
in a sense it's really interesting and I want to add like two interesting facts is the highway that ran through Centralia route 61 if I'm saying the number correct was shut down due to cracks in the road that were repaired but essentially got so bad like as if there was an earthquake to where like it wasn't safe so it was blocked off and shut down to like drive but like foot traffic can still get through and people from all over the place come and spray paint and draw with chalk and it's now known as graffiti highway i highly suggest googling it looking at a youtube video about it and then i also recommend further looking into centralia and the history of it and watching a youtube video because it's kind of nice to have like a visual to go like with the audio story of what i just shared with you i hope you enjoyed my cover on the ghost town that inspired silent hill is there something you'd like to hear discussed on a future episode of ghoul rambles you can send your suggestions or comments to ghoul rambles at aol.com or you can use hashtag ghoul rambles topics on twitter or instagram under username at ghoul rambles i'd love to hear from you I'm your host, Shawnee. Stay spooky, and I'll ramble with you again soon. Thanks for listening. Yay!